hello everyone! Welcome to our bonus episode of Exploited. I'm Alexis Chowski. And there are days where I feel like a deflated octopus. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I'm Kevin Daly. And our bonus episode this week is Tarkan and the Vikings from 1971, directed by Ertem Egelmes. I, I didn't pronounce I that right. <laughs> probably butchered that, but yes, it's a Turkish yeah. film. It's Turkish. Tarkan is based off as a series of Turkish comics. It's kind of cool when you think about it. Yeah, there's actually seven films based on the comics, but Man, only they must have, five they must have of killed them. in Turkey. Five of them are only considered canon, which oh, okay. are the ones that star Carl Tibet as the uh, the title role. But of all of them, Tarkan and the Vikings is the best. Which it's the fourth film because there's Tarkan, Tarkan and the Silver Saddle. Tarkin and the Gold Medallion, which is kind of really fun, has a good villain in it. And then Tarkin and the Vikings. I mean, after seeing this, I'm down to do other ones. Yep. Um, Tarkin is a Hunnic warrior. His origin, which we get like in the other films, is that he's born the son of a Hunnic warlord in the Caucasus Mountains, who's then orphaned as an infant who's raised by, by wolves. <clears throat> yes, wolves. And actually, in Tarkan and the Silver Saddle, you see him nursing off of dogs. You see the little baby nursing with the puppies. Aw, so cute. Yeah, well, it's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of par for the course. I mean, did you watch this movie? Yeah, so um, the, the wolves in question in those movies and this are played by German shepherds. They are fucking dogs. There's nothing... <laughs> They're not really even close to wolves. They're they're pretty small for German shepherds. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're tiny. One thing, because this the, the subtitles in this, by the way, are terrible, um, is Tarkan's best friend, his wolf brother, is named Kurt. But Kurt is also the uh, Turkish word for wolf. So the subtitles uh, just call, will say, this is the wolf. <laughs> and this is the wolf son, which is Kurt Jr., <laughs> Okay. So, the dog's name is Kurt, <laughs> even though the subtitles don't know. it. The subtitles are by Google Translate. At least somebody bothered to even attempt. Yeah, and they're not that terrible. It's just there's... They're, they're okay in the beginning. They get progressively worse as the movie goes on. Yeah, I have notes throughout of the, the more uh, spectacularly terrible ones. So... We start with a, a garishly painted Viking ship. Yeah. You know, I actually don't know. I, I do know that the Vi that the, the Scandinavian Viking is a profession or a uh, or a job rather than a people. People. Uh, liked their colors. They liked makeup, they liked fancy hair. I would not be surprised if they painted their longships in very bold colors, maybe not quite this bold. Bright pink and yellow with green orbs and might be uh, might be too colorful even for uh, for the Scandinavians. Yeah. Some of the rowing prisoners are wearing pink shirts and some are shirtless. And there's a guy just whipping them all, calling them bitches. Yeah, that's <laughs> apparently that's the translation. Slave <laughs> bitches. Slave bitches. And our narrator tells us that history crosses the darkness of an age in a country called Alexander Peninsula, which I googled and like, is there a country that was called Alexander Peninsula? And all I could find was the island of Tyre, or Tyr, rather, okay. during the time of Alexander the Great. Yeah, maybe. Well, that would be predate this by quite a bit. Yeah, which, 
Also, it's nowhere near where this movie takes place. This is all Northern Europe. Yeah, I don't know why the Turks are that far <laughs> north, but... Well, it's the Huns, really. Because a lot of, like, Turkish people believe that they're descended from Attila the Hun. Oh. Uh, that the Turkish people are the remains of the, the Huns. Yeah, I don't... Turkic history, you know, the history of the Turkic people is kind of interesting. Yeah. But, okay, we'll go with that. But So, Attila's been just conquering Eastern Europe. He did do that. And that gives us when this movie takes place. Because Attila ruled the Huns from 434 to 435. Or, wow, really? Just one year? Or did I take my notes wrong? Well, that sounds about right. Um, so we know this is, like, in the 5th century. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember when this... When, I always think, when I think of Scandinavian, like, the era of the Viking, right? Like, uh, I always think of, like, 800 AD, somewhere thereabouts. Though I do know that they were very... Uh, they they traveled a lot. <laughs> they, they did. Got to many, they got to many places. They were consummate traders as well as raiders, and they ended up in places as far flung as the Middle East and stuff. So. Well, you have works like Beowulf that are presumed to be as far back as 700 AD. True. I think Eric the Red sailed to the Americas in about 900. But I, I don't know about the golden age of the... Maybe, you know... It, <sighs> I don't know why we're spending time analyzing this in a fucking Turkish exploitation film. <laughs> yeah, but there's also Chinese in this movie wearing silk. I mean, uh, yeah. So um, China was. Oh, I have notes in here about China later. But so anyway, we have Attila's daughter Yanka Hatun, aka Clover. Um, yeah, just depends which Google Translate was on duty that day of the subtitle. I'm guessing her name translates into Clover. Like Yanka becomes Clover? Could be. She arrives with her entourage, and my note here is just the, how the costumes are so ridiculous. So the Viking Age apparently is 793 to 1066. Oh, not the 5th century? No. Then who the fuck are these Vikings calling themselves Vikings? That's That's a good question. They would be some other Germanic tribe, presumably, at this point. Yeah. Um, and, and they would have come in contact with other Germanic tribes. They just wouldn't have looked like stereotypical Viking Scandinavians. <laughs> Let me pull up a map of the fall of Rome to see where all the barbarian... Yeah, because that's about the time period we're talking about. Let's see. Yeah, here's a map from 475. Yeah, that's about right. Let me Let me take a look here. There are a lot of Germanic tribes... Oh. Like, a lot, a lot. So the area where Turkey is, we have, uh, it's Romania. Yeah. And the, uh, something that's just so blurry I can't make it out. And it was just Anglo-Saxon north of there. Okay, so, Saxons. Yeah. Oh, Romania not being, like, Romania of Dracula. Romania being what remained of Rome. Right. Because east of there... Well, the, the Byzant what we would later call the Byzantine Empire. Yeah. The Eastern Roman Empire. I thought that said Kingdom of the Spiders. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> on this map. That was the other movie. Yeah. Over in northern Spain here. <laughs> I was like, what? There was a Kingdom of the Spiders? But anyway, so Attila's daughter arrives at this outpost that they have in Turkey. And they're like, what are you doing with such a small, small entourage? And she's like, I have an army behind me. And points out our hero Tarkin with his companions, Kurt and Kurt Jr., yeah, the one-man army with quite a drawn-on mustache. Oh, yes. 
and um, his smooth, sexy legs and his short skirt. He is uh, an interesting-looking uh, person. And he's he's disappointed that this castle is undefended. Um, Castles, by definition, are not defenseless. <laughs> well, there's there's no like army there. It's just oh, we just have the woman army staying with us right now. It is a it is a sparsely uh, sparsely garrisoned castle. But back on the Viking ship, we have the the ca- commander Toro with his glorious helmet and flowing yarn hair. <laughs> God, the the fucking blonde yarn wig slash spray paint. That <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. It's so ridiculous. I love it though. This movie has the lowest costume budget in the history of anything. Like, I'm pretty sure children's like school plays have a bigger costume budget than this movie did. Oh yeah, I've seen I've seen elementary pageants that have more production value. They're like Turk's Castle will be in sight. I'm like, it's it's called Turk's Castle? <laughs> uh, apparently. Yeah, and they've got this Chinese woman who, oh god, I never got her name. Uh, until like the very end. She's just the Emperor's daughter. Lotus, Lotus that's right. So, um, I'm sure she has an actual name that just translates to Lotus. She wants to kidnap the girl, Attila's daughter. And uh, I thought she was an elf at first, because her ears from that angle looked awfully pointy. Yeah, but she's got these dudes in, like, the silk outfits and the, the black braids. <laughs> Fucking racist as shit. And so the captain of the, the Turk army is, is giving shit to Tarkan about, like, why are the, the dogs eating at the table with you? You know, and he's like, oh, well, they're my family. And he sees how well the dogs are trained, which, yes, these dogs are well trained. Yes, they actually are. He puts this big old honking thing of meat in front of the dog, and it it doesn't move until Tarkin allows it. Which you try teaching a dog that. It's, it's not easy. You put a big steaming thing of mutton and see how long your dog can resist. And then when he's showing off that he can shoot an arrow and the dogs will fetch the arrows back for him. Hello, I am Tarkin. You may know me as the hun who makes all the ladies spread their buns. Oh, that sounds terrible. I'm sorry. I mean, they spread their legs for Tarkin. Sorry, when you're raised by wolves like I am, you don't really learn much about rhyming or metaphors. But whether the women are Chinese, Viking, or Turkish, they always keep myself safe with Tarkin brand wolfskin condoms. Made from real wolfskin, with the fur and everything. Trust me, your girl will love it. She will- What the fuck are you doing? Oh no, it's Ator. Hello, Ator. How are you? Are you trying to step into Ator's condom game, little man? Oh, oh no, Ator. I was just trying to make some money. You know, I'm just trying to. Listen here, you dotted sucking motherfucker. Ator, and only Ator, runs the condom racket in this kingdom. Ator's bare skin condoms are the best. No silly little wolf skin condom can compare. I'm sorry, Ator. I'll, I'll just... I'll prove to you that my condoms are the best right now. Turn around, Tarkon. No! That's when the Vikings attack. And the Viking attack is awesome. There's like 15 of them, but somehow they storm the castle. Yeah, um, with their ridiculous costumes and props. There's like, poof... Balls on the shields. Yeah. A legendary pom-pom shield. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like that the, the dogs are in on the battle. They're doing, like, awesome John Wick 3 shit. 
Doctor <laughs> jumping up and biting people's faces. Yeah, the 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 Vikings have the shields with the fur. They get low. <laughs> they got the shields with the fur. Um, a dude grabs a baby and just kills it and yeets it. He puts an axe in the baby and fucking tosses it. And then they just kill babies everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, they impale a woman and her baby with the same spear. When we did this way back in the Geek Tuesdays, I took this battle on a loop and I put it to Korpaklani music. Um, they're a Norwegian metal band, but it's like a folk metal. <laughs> but yeah, um, Tarkin gets hit with an arrow and knocked down. Yeah, he gets Boromir. Yeah, um, and then Toro kills Kurt, and then he brains the other Kurt Jr. before he takes off. But that's a big thing, man. He killed Kurt. I mean, yes. But also, the dog is very obviously breathing <laughs> the entirety of the next scene. Yep. So, Darkin, Tarkin naps through the rest of the siege. <laughs> right, kind of like Ator in the previous movie. <laughs> the Vikings, they don't know which woman is um, Attila's daughter, so they just capture all of the women. They take them all. And uh, Lotus is like, which one's uh, Attila's daughter? Toro's like, I don't know, we'll find out. And then we get back to Tarkin and Kurt Jr., and this is where I have that the dog dubbing is so off. <laughs> like, this dog is just sitting there, like, panting, and then there's dubbed, like, oh, and crying. Yeah, the dog's, like, crying, like, tears, like, <laughs> Like, legit, when they do the dog funeral, it's crying tears. Yes. Um, they, they bury him, and they have a funeral, and the dog is crying, and Tarkin's like, You were my most loyal friend. I will avenge your death. I will kill all of the Vikings. All the Vikings is a lot of people. We watch a lot of revenge movies on this show. Yeah. Don't we? But this is John Wick. You, you, you know John Wick, right? It, it, is, it is John Wick with... Turks and Vikings. Yep, and actually the subtitle has this My sword will take the head of all Vikings. That's quite a task. Yep, and so the Vikings, they, they arrive at uh, a castle that we are told by someone. Now we will learn of King Garrow. And so they, they show up and King Garrow comes out and is like, Toro, what the fuck is, why, why did you bring all these Han women and who what the fuck are these Chinese people? And um, that's when we learn that Lotus is the emperor's daughter. Yeah, this is really a story of three daughters, three three royal daughters, three princesses. Oh yes, yes, there are three princesses um, that all feature heavily in this plot. Three princesses from three different cultures. Because we've met two. We've met the Chinese princess, and we've met the uh, the Hun princess. And China at this time, because since we had exact dates, I could look up that it was the Jin Dynasty in China at the time. And there was just, it's civil wars. It's Chinese history, man. <laughs> and speaking of civil war, suddenly, civil war occurred. Yeah. Well, um, because, uh, because, because our, our, what's our villain's name? Toro? Toro. Well, I like the part where um, King Jero's like, why are you doing this? This is like really stupid. You're making enemies of Attila by kidnapping his daughter. Tor's like, but I'm gonna get four chests of gold. Yeah, he becomes he's he's becomes gold member at this point. Yeah, I got gold. That's literally his line. He goes, "This is madness, Toro," and he goes, "But I like gold." Yeah, my note was okay, gold member. Yeah, and then Kara's like, "You're a bum," and suddenly civil war was declared. Oh, it's a coup. Yeah, it's a pretty fast one too. They just they just take the castle. 
Yeah, apparently the current king not very popular. <laughs> or money, uh, everyone loves gold. Yeah, like Toro does. And Toro announces, I will introduce Toro to the world. I will be great, greater than Odin. I don't know if taunting the gods is a great idea. Meanwhile, Kurt is out there literally gathering herbs for Tarkan. Yep. The, the dog knows which herbs to gather and bring back to help Tarkin heal. Um, let's see. Then, oh, we get the, the, the Vikings stripping and torturing women. Yep, it wouldn't be an exploited show without... Oh, yeah. They're, they're ripping their, their clothings open. Their dresses, I guess. <laughs> I'm surprised that uh, 1971 Turkey was so uh, so free about that. Oh, there's nudity everywhere in this thing. Yeah, I was, uh, I was surprised. And um, we get the bald Viking, whose name I have later on. He's the bald, one-eyed guy, who's like Toro's second in command. But anyway, the uh, Lotus comes in and is like, I have a better idea. Fill a well with snakes. Yeah, bring out the snakes. Yep. And um, so it's a bunch of poisonous snakes to where Toro's like, he hangs the women over it and is like, if you don't tell me, then the snakes will eat you. And I'm like, that's, that's not how snakes eat, dude. <laughs> It, you drop her in there, and then the snakes will, like, bite her. They'll bite her and kill her, but they're, they're not going to... Slowly gonna, die of poison. They're not going to swarm her like piranhas. Right. And um, they're they're about to kill the one girl in the I, green dress and the black braid. <laughs> be digested over the course of a thousand years, like going to the fucking Sarlacc. Um, before Attila's daughter's like, hey, hey, it's me, I'm the one. And they're like, can you prove it? Yeah, there's a ring on my finger that has my father's seal. Which, why didn't they just look for that in the first place? That maybe you should have checked for it in the first place, you dumbasses. Before he started torture, well, maybe they just wanted to torture naked women, I don't know. I mean, given given what goes on in this movie, I think that's probably fair. And Toro says, I'm going to feast on your exquisite body. And I, I nearly threw up in my mouth. Yeah, oof. And then they're like, what about King Garrow? And he says, take it for the digestion. <laughs> I'm I like... Mean- that's fucking nonsense. But that's what they're doing. They're taking him for the digestion. Um, because they have him tied up at the shore, and they have their own dumb giant that, that just kind of keeps an eye on whoever they have tied up as their octopus sacrifice. By the way, there's enough Orientalism in this movie to make Michelle Foucault come back to life and write another book. Yes, there is. So the, uh, the fakest fucking octopus ever arises from the sea. Yep. Inflate the octopus. Yeah, and um, the bad punctuation in the subtitles as Garrow's saying, no, with a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Just, no? And hey, with four Ys. And this deflated ass fucking octopus. This terrible looking thing. The one in the Ed Wood movie looks better. <laughs> yeah, this is... This is, uh, pretty sure I have pool octopuses that look more real than this one. Yeah. Um, it eats the king because we hear a scream and then we just see, like, two hands and a head left dangling there. Yep. Which I like that. <laughs> to this point, uh, I realize that Toro is basically Turkish Zep Brannigan. He is. He, he's chilling in a pool eating grapes while women bathe him. Yeah, and he tells his concubines to fuck off. Right? <laughs> he does. That's <laughs> Once Lotus shows up, he just says, fuck off. I mean, that's that's a very honest response. It's not even bitches leave, like in RoboCop. 
Yeah. So uh, Lotus gets naked and joins him in the tub, and and they fuck because now they're in bed naked together. And right. Toro, Lotus apparently was not uh, impressed. Yeah, she's just kind of like, ha ha. Um, Toro kills some Chinese spy and says, "You're a crowded nation." And I'm like, "Do you mean China, or is this just totally a uh, bad translation of something else here?" And so they, uh, she, she knocks out Toro. She, she poisons his drink. And so they can t- run off with Attila's daughter with Yonka, Yonka Clover. <laughs> and, you know, then, the, you know, his, his buddy, his second in command comes to, to wake up Toro and is like, wake up, Toro. Wake up, Ulsuru. Toro is coming. <laughs> Which I was like, what? Huh? Huh? No. On the Viking ship, we have King Garo's daughter. Uh, what's her name? Oh, Ursula. Ursula. Yeah, but it was spelled like Ulsuru in the subtitles the first time. Yeah. Ursula. She's coming, and she's a cute blonde one. And Toro says, well, the subtitle says, You wouldn't put me in your father's time. Now you will see who is big. <laughs> <laughs> I think I wrote it, but it's small. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why Lotus was unimpressed. That's what I'm saying. And so, uh, Garrow's you know, uh, Ursula and her, her entourage show up, and they're like, where's the king? Where's the king? And they're like, the king is on his throne. Giggle, giggle. <laughs> yeah. And there's Toro sitting on the throne laughing, drinking from a skull, <laughs> which is apparently Garrow's skull. Yeah, he took the time to actually, you know... Clean it, scrape off all the hair and skin, clean it, polish it down. Yeah, and um, he's got a falcon with him that's just laughing along with him. And he throws it down at Ursula's feet saying, there, there's your dad. Ha ha. Um, meanwhile, back to Tarkin. Tarkin's finally on his way. Um, he, he's healed up. And so him and him and Kurt, they're, they're out to get their revenge. There's Kurt some Jr. Kurt Jr., Wolf Jr. <laughs> as, as Kurt Jr. sees the Viking boat and is trotting up to it, and we have bad dog dubbing with mad barking as this dog's just sitting there. Incidentally, wolves don't bark. <laughs> no, they don't. That's a puppy thing, which this, is why dogs do it. Yeah, it's a domesticated dog thing. Yep. And, and, and yeah, dog, domesticated dog and, and wolf puppies do it too, but that's the idea. Yeah, well, wolf. Puppy trait. Wolf puppies learn because barking tells predators where you are. Right. So you have a barking wolf puppy, something will come along and eat it, and the other puppies will go, Well, shit, I ain't doing that again. Good news for uh, for Kurt here is that Tarkin is nearby. Yeah. Even though Tarkin's not that bright. No. He's an Ator. Kurt's the real hero through everything. Yeah. They arrive at this inn, and it's the same inn that Emperor uh, that Lotus is staying at with with Yonka, Lo- Yonka Clover. Yeah, and um, so they're hiding out, and Tarkin comes in to eat, and Kurt gets up on a chair with him to eat as well. Yeah, and everyone's just watching like this this show of the man and the dog eating together. I need a table for me and my dog. Yeah, and, and the dog will eat as well. Make a plate for the dog, and then the the Vikings arrive, and they're they're gonna, you know, beat up Lotus and Tarkin's like, leave woman alone, and you know he intervenes by swinging around from a fucking chandelier and doing flips. We're we're 
full Errol Flynn mode now. Yeah, and and Kurt helps jumping around and biting people. Just all necks. <laughs> yes. And they kill all the Vikings. And Lotus tells Tarkin, you're strong on your wrist. You're in danger for me, thank you. Whatever the hell that means. And meanwhile, Yonka has kind of freed herself and is crawling around upstairs. Blinks her eyes an awful lot. Yeah, and she's at this window. Like, Kurt sees her, but he gets distracted by the Vikings. And somehow Tarkin is standing, like, right in front of this window. And it's not like it's obscured. Her face is, like, right on him. And he somehow misses her. That's because he's dim. Yeah, because then... Lotus is like, oh, hey, big, strong Tarkin, I brought you some wine. And they fuck. Tarkin fucked. We get it from Kurt's point of view. Yeah. <laughs> it goes to, like, dog vision for this sex scene. It's all colored and weird. It is, it is odd. Suddenly it's very red. <laughs> yeah, it's very red, and it's like, why did we need to see the sex scene from the dog's point of view? That's kind of disturbing. I just said, uh, my, my answer to all those questions is, it's turkey. Yep. And so, Tarkin tells Lotus what he's up to. He's like, the Vikings are the most evil in the world. They killed my wolf. Also, they kidnapped someone who was entrusted to me. So she's like, oh, you're trying to take Attila's daughter back. I can't let you do that. So she, she poisons him, but Kurtz tries to warn Tarkin that, you know, hey, she poisoned this. And Tarkin's like, oh, Kurt is just talking, and he drinks the poison. Yeah, he's dumb as shit. But the bad decision from from Lotus here, because if Lotus doesn't, because Tarkin doesn't know that Lotus was the one who wanted Clover kidnapped, right? Yeah. So if she just goes, oh, well, best of luck killing Vikings, he's going to go chase Vikings, Don Quixote style. And she'll be long back to China. <laughs> well, yeah, but then at this point, Yonka has freed her mouth, and she's just screaming, Tarkin, Tarkin! And um, Tarkin stands up, and he, he, he yells, Don't let the wolf leave this bitch! Has to be a bad translation. I think she's he's telling Kurt, Don't leave this bitch. <laughs> that's right. I think that's what... And Tar- so Kurt's job is to guard... Kurt has one job. <laughs> yep. And um, he doesn't do very good at first, because... uh. Lotus leaves and locks Kurt up in the room. Yeah, Lotus just throws a blanket on him and walks out of the fucking room. Oh, yeah, she uses, like, the fucking blanket on his head. <laughs> Kurt had one weakness. Blankets. Yeah, and um, Tarkin is fighting while drowsy and eventually passes out. And he kill, but he kills a bunch of dudes on his way out. He does. Um, and Tarkin, man- not Tarkin, Kurt manages to, to break out of the room. He, 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 he can operate doors like a yep. fucking raptor. He's a very very well trained dog wolf. So, meanwhile back with the, the Vikings well no, Tarkin goes to take a fishing boat. He's gonna row from Turkey all the way to Scandinavia apparently. Well, the Viking ship is taken by well, the Vikings show up kill the last of the of, of Lotus's guards and kidnap her. Yeah. Take her back. And and Tarkin's like, fuck it, fishing boat. Yeah, I'm gonna row across the fucking northern sea. But but with the Vikings they have Ursula tied up for the octopus. Yep. And she's sh- the octopus. And she's shouting up at Toro, You not good, you're a low dog. And the the big giant feels bad, like, oh man, this is fucked up. You can't kill the girl. 
Yeah, he's Turkish Hodor, suddenly. Yeah, and so <laughs> he frees her. So then, yeah, the, the octopus arrives to eat Ursula. Giant picks up a big rock and saves her. That's my note. And Doro shouts to his men, Downtime! Read them both! These terrible, terrible subtitles. He also tells his men to think of them! A plum! That's apparently this, uh, Toro's henchman's name. Oh, okay. He tells his henchman, Plum, that I want the Ursula dead alive. I know. I want <laughs> Ursula dead alive. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> The fuck? He calls it the Ursula. That is the, <laughs> that, that fucking something. So Tarkin, he's he's dying on his rowboat now, but the Vikings happen to show up and like, hey, look, free slave. <laughs> Toro has been a lot of enemies <laughs> by now. Yeah. He's now pissed off the Huns, the Chinese, other Vikings, and Tarkin. Yeah, because uh, now um, Ursula's out there making her own ar- gr- army um, of girls to go take yeah. back the castle. The shield maidens are mass. Yeah. And so after they take Tarkin, fucking badass Kurt swims across the sea to the boat. Yeah, dog's slowly making there, making it there. And he climbs onto the boat. Yep. This dog is boss. That's my note there. Kurt is boss. Meanwhile, the uh, the guards, the, the the Viking guards, have a conversation about the stock market for some reason. They've suddenly become brokers. They're like, yeah. the situation of the stock market cannot last three more days with this horrible trend. And I'm like, do you mean the slaves in stocks? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the slave trade. <laughs> and uh, and there's a point where uh, Kurt, after Tarkin frees himself with Kurt's help, Tarkin shouts, I've set up my voice now, <laughs> where my note is... My subtitle there is Tarkin has joined the chat. That's I've right. set up my voice now. Are you ready for this Sunday night when 5th century wrestling champion Ator defends his title in the 5th century WWE Super Slam? Catch this historic event live or order this awesome pay-per-view event for just $59.99. Watch as Ator takes on six men in a no-holds-barred steel cage match this Sunday at 5th Century WWE Super Slam. Thrill as Ator defends his title and takes on Parkan, the Beastmaster, Conan, that guy that Matthew Broderick played in Ladyhawk. My name is Philippe Gaston. Whatever, and two of the three musketeers. Which two? Find out this Sunday at 5th Century WWE Super Slam. Catch the event live at the Long John Silver's Coliseum in what remains of downtown Rome. Special appearance by Truckasaurus. Be there Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at the 5th Century WWE Super Slam. Tickets on sale now. And so now that they've freed all the, the slaves, and now this is their boat, they're like, here, we'll help you out. Tarkin, we'll, we'll we'll sail this boat to the Viking castle for you. And Tarkin goes, nope! <laughs> and just jumps in the water, and him and Tar- Kurt swim the rest of the way. Yep. Um, they wash up on the shore, and the giant's there, and they have their fight scene to also Sprachsatrustra, that, that song that's yeah. in 2001. Yeah, some, uh, some, some great uh, public domain music. Yep.
and the Viking women show up and they're like, oh, hey, it's, it's Tarkan. You, you, you can join our army. To, and, you know, tomorrow night there is fun in the castle. Yeah. <laughs> but we get fun on the beach, too, first, with Tarkin and Ursula. Yep. Because they, they fuck. Because <laughs> Tarkin fucks. Oh, he does. He's he's done it two times in this movie. Uh, meanwhile, in the castle, there's a hell of a lot of fucking. <laughs> yeah. They are some having which, a big... Some of which is not sensual. <laughs> well, first they're having a big fucking orgy party, and then Toro's like... Let's bring out the prisoners and rape them all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course, they, they get this one girl and they, they, they pull out this sheet and they're throwing her up in the air like it's some sort of fucking trampoline. It's like the end of uh, every episode of The Man Show. Yeah. This woman just jumping on a trampoline and rape and murder. They hang one girl up by her feet and then they uh, they throw axes at her rope. And drop her into the worst dunk tank ever? <laughs> yeah, the dunk tank of fire. Somehow the dude with one eye can actually hit things with throwing axes, I'm not even sure that's possible. But then they, they tie up Yonka on the big wheel of death with all of her hair spread out. Yeah. And they play a game where they get the, uh, the big fat axe man. He throws the axes to cut all of her hair off. <laughs> he cuts her hair off by axe throw. Which I'm like, if you saw that in reality, it would be pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, rapes are still ongoing while all of this is happening. <laughs> because this is our fucking lot in life. Yeah. It is insane. At least they're, at least they're not uh, super, like, graphic close-up. Oh, yeah. But still, I mean, they rip all the women's clothes off, and then after they rape them, they fucking gut them. Yeah, I know. It's a... Uh... I'm not going to lie, I was getting, like, PG-rated Emmanuel in America vibes from this. Yeah, it's pretty rough. And then um, Tarkin and the the girl Vikings, well, they stealth their way in, but then once they get into the, the chaos here, that's when the battle starts. Yep. Uh, that giant just kills a fucking ton of people. He picks up a table, and he's just smashing dudes. He's a, he's a big boy. And uh, Toro sends his, his, his bird out to blind him, but Tarkin fucking takes out this bird. Yeah, fuck that bird. <laughs> yeah, and um, so they finally throw Ursula down to the octopus, but the, the giant's gotta go out there. Well, the giant tries to throw Ursula a sword, but just totally fucking misses. Just whiffs. So he's like, I guess I gotta go do it, and he just goes out there and Punches the octopus a bunch of times. Yep, inflate the octopus again. Yeah, and so they uh, they capture Tarkan. And they tie him above the pit of snakes while Lotus does a sexy dance. Yeah, Lotus does a really good job of, uh, of shifting sides to try to preserve herself in this movie. Yeah, and then she undresses to do the rest of her knife throwing. But fucking Kurt to the rescue. Yep, because Kurt's a boss. Um, but doesn't last long because they restrain Kurt and Tarkin and they bring them both in on like neck collars. Yeah. It, it takes like four people to hold back Kurt and Kurt, Kurt recognizes her, his dad's killer. Yeah, he recognizes his dad's killer and Tarkin's like, oh, oh, that's the man. We're going to kill you, man. They, they throw Kurt down in a pit while they toss Tarkin. They have Tarkin tied up for the octopus. Yep. Inflate the octopus. But Kurt, being a fucking boss dog, finds footholds and scales the wall yeah. of the pit. No dog. I, yeah, my note. 
Well, first of all, I wrote, feel Octo's gentle caress. Yeah. <laughs> and then the dog is the real hero of this film. Yeah, the dog finding the fucking footholds to climb out of a pit and save Tarkin yet again. Jumps right in after the fucking <laughs> octopus, no fear. Just biting this octopus. Um, Tarkin swims out there and he finds the sword that, that got tossed down earlier that he uses to finally deflate this octopus. And then, so they, uh, they go ham on those Vikings. They, they slaughter them all until we get our, just our boss fight against Toro, which, a little more climactic than the boss fight in Ator. Yeah, true. I mean, they, they, they clang swords a bit, and then, um, finally Toro gets knocked down under the water, and Tarkin kills him with a dive, holds his sword yeah. out and just dives in. It, it's, in theory, it's cool, but uh, the stunt actually looks pretty pretty bad. Yeah, in theory, it's an awesome death, but the, he lands like not even anywhere close to him. No. And, I'm like, oh, he missed. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, he didn't, I guess. They're pretending he didn't miss. And that's the movie. It just kind of ends there. Yeah, uh, the, the princesses thank Tarkin and uh, Ganka. And then they're like, okay, bye-bye. Happy trails. And yeah, that's it. My ideal world, Clover and Ursula would have married, become the new leaders, uniting Hunnic and Viking peoples. Yes. But that's not how the ending happens. And the movie just ends. And Tarkin would have married Lotus to further yes. that, because he's the son of a Hunnic warlord. And all the world is united. No. That's not how this movie ends. Even though that was the purpose of weddings throughout European history certainly was. But that never worked out that way. Very rarely. They're like, we're going to marry so-and-so to so-and-so to unite these kingdoms, but then you have somebody that goes, well, that's a bunch of bullshit civil war. Pretty much. Anyway. Anyway, Tarkin's a lot of fun. It, it, is, it is a fun movie. I, the ending... Yeah, I, I don't know. The movie's goofy as shit. Uh, the octopus is something special. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of color. A lot of color. The worst costumes I've ever seen. And uh, Tarkin Fox. Yeah, Tarkin Fox. And Kurt's the hero. Yeah, Kurt's the actual hero. Kurt does not get to fuck. There are no other dogs in this movie. Well, there there was at the beginning, but it wasn't. Uh, it was his dad. We're not yeah, in the Ator universe here. <laughs> no. No. And no other dogs were seen. So, uh, poor, poor Kurt gets blue balls. Yeah, where do you put it on the coffee scale? I mean, I this is probably like I'll take the the donut shop coffee, the six p.m. donut shop coffee, but anything later than that's probably not very good. Yeah, this is. No, I put it a little like five p.m. donut shop. Yeah, just before it turns ripe. <laughs> yeah, sun's still out. <laughs> We're not working graveyards, is that what you're telling me? Yeah. It's like, I'll have the old coffee, because I'm having donuts anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and donuts and soda don't feel right together. Orange juice, maybe, but who drinks orange juice at 5 p.m.? <laughs> coffee, sure. Yeah, you know, it's it's fun. It's pretty goofy. I could do without the rape. Oh, yeah, that rape is just excessive. <laughs> not there as excessive as showgirls, but... <laughs> I think the, the some stuff was fun. Other, yeah, I wrote some stuff was fun. Other stuff not as much. Octopus fun, rape not as much. Kurt fun. Yeah, Kurt fun. Tarkin fucks. 
Yep. But that's... Orientalism, not as fun. (laughs) So that's uh, Tarkin and the Vikings. Next week we're doing zombies, but not Nazi zombies. Nope. We're doing Corona zombies. (laughs) We decided that we would go with the uh, least tasteful option we could find. Yeah, it was either Corona or 5G. (laughs) Modern zombies, and we went with the one that might offend more people, because that's going to be a more fun episode. Yeah. I'm Uh, sure we'll have things to say. We'll have some things to say, for sure. Let's see, I got 16 pages of notes. (laughs) That's a a lot of notes. Okay, that'll be a good one, then. Well, that's of two movies, though. Still. The other movie is a good zombie 14, movie. <laughs> 14 of those pages of notes are, are Corona. Well, and two of them are, are just rage emojis. <laughs> just mashing your face in anger. Yeah. <laughs> so, is that going to be the new Supervan? Tune in and find out. <laughs> On a scale of one to Supervan, how bad is it? For more episodes, check out our website, exploitatpodcast.com, and have a great evening. Good night.